0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hello, welcome to I Can Sing, episode three. It's Sky Week. It's our first Sky Week. Very exciting. Quickly, before we start, the gayest thing that's happened to me this week, I went to see a Lizzie Borden-themed musical at the Southwark Playhouse. Very good. Nothing says funny like camp rock pop musicals about axe wielding... Parent killers. Happy days. (laughs) Before we talk about Mamma Mia, I have a dream. Obviously, I have to introduce my guest this week. And ladies and gents and in-betweens, we have our first Jesus. Jesus Christ is in the building. Uh, An actual Jesus turned country music artist, turned rock artist, turned radio host, turned a uh, legend among the reality TV musical theatre competition shows. Welcome, Tim Prottery-Jones! <laughs> Hi, Tim.
1: Good afternoon to you. Or morning, I don't even know what it is. Not, I've not fully woken. It was a, it was a big weekend away of uh, wedding celebrations uh, for a very good friend. Um, and then I decided to leave those celebrations early so I could come back and watch Mamma Mia.
0: <laughs> I believe you. Always here for the community, always. God, yeah. <laughs> what people would want. Um. So... Lots of things to talk to you about. The first one, obviously, mm-hmm. though, is that you were a Jesus. Uh, you were I was on... the nation's
1: eighth favourite Jesus. You were the... <laughs> the top eight Jesus <laughs> on IW yes.
0: Superstar. We were just talking off camera, actually, about the fact that you did a recap podcast, but you never rewatched the show.
1: You're right. So, yeah, so I, uh, D- David Hunter, who was also on the same show, who is uh, obviously still a musical theatre legend. Uh, and legend in general, but he he had this wonderful idea of doing like a, a t- sort of ten years since superstar podcast, and um, with that came a lot of research, mostly on his behalf. I must be honest. He did all the rewatching and made some you know copious notes about what he'd seen. And uh, I relied on a ten-year-old memory of how it went. <laughs> so, I don't know how accurate it was, still, but most of it tallied up with what Dave was uh, thinking. And, re- and
0: yeah, I listened to it. I-, I didn't spot any plot holes. You're fine. <laughs> Great,
1: <laughs> fantastic. Why, um... unlike some of these shows, yeah, yeah, very <laughs> well. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't sure. really worry. No, of course, of course.
0: <laughs> um, why didn't you want to rewatch it?
1: Um, I, I have very particular memories about that whole time, and it was such a. It was such a step away from what i was doing at the time it was my first sort of venture into musical theater properly particularly as a performer i had done a bit of writing before but nothing overly serious and you know i get it now where people go oh so so i'm a musician and producer now so people go oh so you started off in musical theater and i was like that's definitely not true i started off as a musician in bands you know um i i did the superstar show when i was 32 and that was Uh, that was now 11 years ago so I'm old Um, so (laughs) people just assume I I take it as a compliment that people thought that was the beginning of my career um, as anything (laughs) I was just like no there was 10 years before that since university where I did other things but um, it was a very nice uh, venture into musical theatre and I think because of that um, I want to remember it in a very particular way and I for the most part I had a wonderful time doing Superstar um i struggled massively when it came to the live shows that's when i really realized that um the public uh have the potential to be very horrible um yeah. and and actually in fairness I, I you know i and we all got off very very lightly um probably due to the uh, viewing figures but uh <laughs> i think, <laughs> you know it wasn't x factor that's something i definitely couldn't cope with but um that's the bit i found hard but the the months prior to that the sort of build-up and stuff i absolutely loved you know sort of um being with the other finalists and and the entire process i enjoyed now looking back on it and i didn't want to watch it and go oh lord it was (laughs) it was horrendous i was horrendous we were all horrendous it was great it was no and and i love it and i still you know there's obviously some bits i've seen since it all happened but um I'm quite selective as to what those are
0: <laughs> yeah keep it keep it precious crashes your mind so you went into exactly. doing superstar but you weren't doing theater or weren't trying too much theater before that what made you want to No.
1: Do- so what happened was is i'd um i i didn't i've got a music degree and this that and the other so i i was i've always studied music uh and then i i was straight out of university i became a session musician for a lot of country artists um even though there wasn't much of a scene here in the uk and um, so I was doing that for many years. And it's sort of when I really found songwriting, I wrote for years. I always had a sort of nine to five job as well. Um, so it was a busy time, but I, I knew I wanted to pursue music. It's the only thing I've ever wanted to do. And um, sort of fast forward to 2010 uh, and the sort of way I learned to sing, because uh, singing was actually the last thing that came to me just through nerves and confidence more than anything so had a number of instruments under my belt or whatever and then singing came late and the reason I wanted to sing was I heard Steve Balsamo sing Gethsemane and I was like that's that's what I want to do I want to sing those stupid notes they sound fun (laughs) you know so with sort of zero training vocally I sort of you know locked myself in my university room and just kept singing until I could Hit those notes, and you know that sort of stuff came out of me. So
0: I bet the uh, people who lived in your halls were absolutely thrilled.
1: Oh, with that. <laughs> yeah, they hated me. I, I received many complaints, and uh but it, it spurred me on. And uh, but you know, fast forward many years later, and there was a sort of semi-pro version of JCS coming round uh, where I grew up in the Midlands, and a number of friends knew about my sort of you know love of steve balsamo particularly and uh said oh you should go for it you know i'm sure not everyone can sing gethsemane or whatever and i was like oh i'm sure they can anyway cut a long story short i sort of i went and auditioned and got offered this role uh and they, you know they they had no idea who i was you know i'd never been to them or auditioned for the, for them in any other way prior They was like who's this guy who's come out of nowhere you know and they said uh, we'd love to offer you the role uh, P.S. Can you please lose about three stone by November? And I was like, great. Okay, so, um, so I hit what I call now the Jesus diet. Um, <laughs> just loaves and
0: fishes, probably. <laughs> just
1: That's it. That's it. They just kept getting more and more, though. It was annoying. And um, <laughs> uh, So I, I did it. I was very dedicated. I lost loads of weight um, and, and did this role. And then two years later, these adverts started appearing on TV for Superstar. And all the people that I'd met during my time doing this semi-pro version just basically were emailing me and messaging me going, you need to go for that, you need to go for that. I was like, oh God, no, not 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 on national TV. (laughs) Anyway, it came round to it and I was like, I'm going to kick myself if I don't. So I just turned up to that first audition. Um, It was an open audition in London, so it was packed, it was rammed, it was full of real characters. And... um, somehow or other I just kept going through the rounds and I was like yeah I didn't think this was going to (laughs) happen I thought I'd just do it for the experience and get out of there and uh, uh, so yeah that was it really so it was really the show uh, really the show and the role that that got me there
0: Had you seen the like find me a Maria find me a Joseph find me a Dorothy etc Yeah I loved
1: them them. Um, and actually my only dabblings then with musical theatre were as as a writer so I'd um, I'd actually put out two albums before Superstar where i'd written the music and and you know with with a couple of other writing collaborators and um uh that, but they were all sung by sort of west end and broadway stars so rachel tucker louise dearman mm-hmm. um miranda sings randomly um uh honestly the the names i somehow managed to get on there was was unbelievable so i was sort of known in that scene a little bit as a writer um but no one really knew that i performed or sang so it was kind of a A bit of a shock then (laughs) to see me on the tv singing um but so that was
0: my experience as a as a a creative more so yeah and then since superstar you've you know Mm. you're in a a really a great band in my opinion and thank you very much you're on the radio you're doing a lot of country stuff did you did you want to continue pursuing theater
1: do you know what i would say so musical theater really was my i i owe so much to it because it, it was the reason i don't do a nine to five now and haven't done one since superstars and we are talking 11 years now you know it I left my job uh they they were very kind to give me sabbatical leave to do the show um then off the back of it I was just in no headspace to go back to work Mm -hmm. I thought I've had this taste of something now um and then very fortunately I was I think it was just there was maybe two of us obviously the winner Ben and and myself were offered a role in the Arena tour of Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, which is why we were all there anyway. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so to to actually get that offer and to understudy um first cover Judas to Tim Minchin was was a massive honour. You know, this is literally my first job, um and I somehow managed to get my wife on the tour as well in wardrobe. So it was sort of like, <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> it was a dream. It was an absolute dream. But for, you know, from that moment, that was the that's the reason why I, you know I didn't have to go back to an office or or anything. Yeah, I owe yeah. so much to it and. I had a I had a number of terrific years doing West End shows and tours and this that and the other but I did miss the creativity of of writing and performing my own stuff which is what I'd always done prior um in bands and you know there was a point during my time in Kinky Boots in the West End where I was just like I'm done now like this has been amazing yeah. but I I just want to do my bands again and It just so happened to coincide. I started a band during... uh, It was not the band I'm in now. Again, we're talking so many years ago. But I started a band called The Wandering Hearts during my time in Kinky Boots. And just as my year contract for Kinky Boots was coming to an end and they were asking us to re-sign or whatever, um, we were just about to sign a major record deal uh, with Universal. So that for me was like, right, well, that's the sign for me to just go, thank you, I've had a wonderful time, I'm going to go and do this. Uh, so, yeah, that all went ahead. Uh, and I was back in bands doing stuff here and in the States. We had a wonderful run of stuff. Um, I, we parted ways a number of years after that. And, uh, yes, as you say, I'm in a, a new band now, which is my uh, my pride and joy, First Time Flyers. And, it's uh, yeah, it's always been seemingly rooted in this sort of country music scene, which um, is definitely an emerging thing in the U.K., it feels like. Um, but it's it's definitely got its supporters.
0: Shall we talk about Mamma Mia? I Have a Dream.
1: Sure. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: It's the reason I left the wedding. I'm so sorry I ruined your friend's wedding. No, to, it's talk fine. to me about Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah. it's, how, yeah, it's all good. How are you finding it as a show overall, three weeks in?
1: Um, again, we spoke off camera about just generally how much we love these shows. Yeah. It's just entertainment. It really is. I would say. I would say it's suffering a similar fate to Superstar in as much as you don't know who these people are at all you know there's no sort of connection to them I would mm. say um, I, and, I, and I think that the, the BBC shows did it better um, you know it was Superstar again suffered because it was every night they had it in a very limited oh, yeah, time right. frame it was just yeah, before yeah. the Olympics um, and it really suffered for that you know it was sort of every single day which made the sort of three months prior to it gruelling because you had to know every show inside out prior to the the beginning of filming
0: oh yeah you had to basically learn all of your songs yeah brutal. I
1: had so many songs I never got to perform (laughs) still cross about it what did you not get um, to do that you wanted to do so I never got to do Iris which was going to be my next song which would have been amazing Britney's Every Time in her key oh my god shut up then Run okay run uh but leona lewis's version in her key oh wow i had a death wish essentially i just wanted to do ridiculous things so you're also into the divas great oh gosh yeah <laughs> it's most fun to sing why would you not um but anyway so I, I think it suffered that fate and although mama mia is on once a week like you know like the bbc show sorry used to be i just felt like everything's very condensed yeah. Um okay. and it just feels like because you didn't see the process of these people getting chosen or selected, I think you've just missed out on so much backstory of these people. Um which is fine. It's fine, because then you just you are essentially just judging them on what they do on the show.
0: The you know, the scene yeah. and the song, which is all we're getting really each week. Which is fine. Um, but It's that I guess it's the balance between you're making a TV show and you're trying to find Mm -hmm. the lead of a West End show. So, but from an audience right now, we're just watching a TV show, and it does sort of lack the the reason those shows do give backstories and give you more Mm -hmm. insight to who the people are is because you do root for the individual people. And like I think you're right. Right now, I don't know who they are or or and you don't get to see them really like hanging out and just chatting. You don't get to see them. They don't really get interviewed no. by Zoe Ball or anything, so you just don't really get anything from no. them,
1: which is a shame. And um, it is a shame. I just know that Marcellus has got a sore throat. That's all I know. Uh, right, and that one girl's really tall. That's all I know. But the boys, yeah, it's. I would be honest and say I think on the whole, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I felt like generally the girls were stronger. Um, yeah. Which I, th- I think in my head before the show, I thought, oh, this could be a car crash, you know. Um, but I think there was some really good stuff on there
0: but it's an interesting one this this show because they're casting two leads yeah. but they're not yeah. really the two leads like Sophie is the lead and Sophie's mum is mm-hmm. the lead Sky's not really yeah. a lead role so he's not in Agreed. a lot of it so it's an interesting yeah. thing for these boys where they're next to the it Sophie so it, the Sophies are in every scene and they will be in a very small number yeah. actually
1: I just feel like they should just cast Sophie and then the Sophie can just she gets her own pick of who Sky should be. Oh, lovely twist.
0: Absolutely love (laughs) that. Just at
1: the end, go... (laughs) Just let that one... No. (laughs) Just just the thumb down (laughs) to the one she doesn't want. That could be how they
0: do the camp elimination, because they've got rid of that. Exactly. And And then they get pushed off the side of the cliff cliff that they're on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, So this episode, they open with a group performance. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, Best song.
1: Best song Oh, do you reckon? I i love gimme 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 it's got a real gallop to it um and uh, there was oh there's another one one of us is good oh, yeah, too i love that song it's great okay, so they're my favorites yeah
0: i strong disagree i have to say that's which is fine i think it's fine me 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 is one of my worst episodes <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Like, yeah i think so yeah i mean i don't have cool. any episodes i don't like because that's not a thing but um no that doesn't exist but it's one of my. It's it's one of those ones that maybe comes on at a wedding, and I'm like, mm, maybe just go a really? little, little bit. Oh. I don't know. It's it's not. I don't know. It's not for me. But this performance that's on this fine. show was for me because the level of yes. like, steps choreography, like the, the S Club Seven was coming through. Like it was so. <laughs> it was so. There's 2000, a lot, wasn't there? It was very. Yeah, that's feminine. it. They also um they do that thing that lots of um boys on telly do when they have to. Oh pretend to be best friends they just hold each other around the arms I, Have you ever noticed this? i can't stand it i, <laughs> it's
1: I have so a weird. real i have a real aversion to the yeah the constant touching yeah and and the sort of any t- <laughs> it also happens in shows as well where it's the immediate embrace of anyone that walks on stage even though they've just been together it's yeah. the oh i haven't seen you in ages even though they were just you know in the post office or whatever in the previous scene. I don't know how many post offices there are in shows essentially, but it was that postman, Pat, the musical or something. That's it. It's a great show. Mrs. Goggins uh, <laughs> sort of epilogue was yeah, just a big unrivaled. Um, it really is. Um, always delivers. Wee. And um, sorry, that was awful. This is why I get kicked off TV shows. Um, <laughs> I'll cut that. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cut, get rid of it. Um, Yeah, it's the laddie stuff. Because I don't think you can be laddie in Mamma Mia. No. I don't think there's any place for it.
0: It's, um, yeah, it's that, like, it's male contact, but it has to feel, like, laddie. But it's in Mamma Mia, so it's not laddie. It just looks like, why are you walking down the street holding on to all of your friends? Like, that looks really annoying and inconvenient (laughs) for everyone involved. Like, get off each other. Yeah. So they introduced that it's Sky Week. Mm Mm-hmm. And they give us something, and I don't think I know this about Sky. They tell us that he's a banker who has packed it all in and run off to this Greek island and met Sophie. Do we know that? Is that canon in Mamma Mia? I, I don't know that. I don't know that either. And I know a lot about Mamma Mia. I've, I'm, I'm, I mean,
1: I'm sure you probably know a lot more than I do.
0: They also make a joke about Sky having abs, which not to get too serious because it is a joke, but yeah. They last week had this very long conversation about how the Sophies don't all look like the Sophie we might expect and yeah. Leah talks about being plus-sized and wanting to work in the West End and I thought that yeah. was an interesting thing to introduce that like it's essentially canon that he has to have abs because yeah. it essentially excludes basically everybody else so right. I don't know I don't know if I love that
1: as a No I-, I think I think if you know if you're going to be if you're going to be diverse as you should be with you know with the sophies and stuff and you want to break sort of popular opinion as to how you imagine someone's going to look then it needs to be it needs to be universal right yeah surely
0: sky with a bit of a tummy i I, I want that representation for myself you know what i mean
1: (laughs) obviously sky was a you know a banker with a dad bod Um,
0: (laughs) yeah obviously it's canon we know that um and then we get an acting challenge for approximately 25 seconds. And it really uh, was a challenge. <laughs> it was. <laughs> for everyone involved. A challenge. Um, uh. <laughs> they didn't do it with the judge, which is what the Sophies had to do. And I think that's much yeah. kinder. Having to try and do it with Samantha Box and Amber Riley was an intense moment for the Sophies. So I think that's it's nice lot. for the skies. Yeah. No, I imagine, think this was much better.
1: Um, imagine if you'd
0: had to do it with like Dawn French and Amanda Holden or someone
1: yeah i mean i'd have been up for it i would too i would love love that they were both delightful (laughs) yeah i think that'd um, be really fun actually (laughs) they were great actually we might as well say like i really enjoy the panel on i do mamma mia i think they're terrific yeah like great jesse ware is just someone i would not have thought would have been there but you know you 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 have to respect her as a performer i think she's unbelievable Oh, she's incredible voice um I just wanted to throw that in there. I thought it was yeah. great. I think Alan Carr's doing a great job too. I really do like too. Him. I think
0: it's a good balance of, um, you know, two very like musical theatre, you know, leading ladies. Mm-hmm. Jessie Ware does the pop, which is what Aber is, and Alan mm-hmm. Carr's there. He's a performer, but also he—it's a TV show. and Someone has to yeah. be funny, and he's very funny. Absolutely. So. I found it hard to to make any notes about the acting challenge because they really, so you don't short. see much of it. No, it you was really really, really brief. And they're already uh, going to
1: show you the bits they want to show you, which is people messing up or people doing exceptionally well, you know. And and there were some good performances. Um, I feel like they were setting some people up to look bad, even yeah. though I don't think they were terrible. And then, but I think they always knew that they were going to bring it back uh, with their, you know, singing
0: performance. Well, yeah, like you, you go into these reality shows, and there's either the storylines they like are redemption storylines. Mm. or they like to any reality tv show will basically tell you who's going to go home in the first instance and you kind of if you can read them then you know and it's kind of doing it's doing one of those two things of course it is of course um but they were pretty good no one massively messed it up tobias is we're told messed it up a bit but like i didn't really really see that as being a
1: a, a failure i think even him if that's him not good then i think that's great for him because it wasn't terrible it wasn't at um,
0: all and then we do our first performances as sky what well, mm-hmm. solo performances if you were going to be sky <laughs> what yeah. would your solo number be <laughs>
1: <laughs> um oh that's such a good question it's i mean i'm i'm really reaching here to ever see myself in that role so if it was down to me i'd want to do something clever you know and and i always try to make sure even when i did superstar they they're very adamant about what you should sing um I think I got off quite lightly with regards to what I ended up singing because they seemed to trust my opinion as to what, word, what works and what doesn't. So I'd, I'd try and implement that again <laughs> if I could. Um, just full And control. the first song I did on go Superstar ahead. was um, Stone Cold Sober, Paloma Faith, which is a song I would never have chosen to do. They gave it to me, and it was as it was my first one, I didn't feel like I had any place to go, oh, no, I don't think it's right for me or whatever. So I just went, right, knuckle down, learn it and and do the best you can anyway i ended up absolutely loving it so I, i'd say something like that that is a pop song that has either a real sort of severe level of sass or <laughs> something that is extremely emotional and I, I never know quite what the people want people seem to remember the emotional ballads where everyone cries um and then you get the songs that are just fine and i yeah. think there was a lot of just fine this week on my people Mia, which is a um
0: People do like ballads on reality yeah. TV oh, yeah. shows. Like, that's why yeah. Leone Lewis is so, like, beloved and why, like... Exactly. Um, a lot of the X Factor winners, their, me- their most popular performances are massive ballads that make you cry. Like, oh, one more ballad version of Purple Rain and we need to end <laughs> all television. Like, it
1: never stops. Ruth Lorenzo. <laughs> yeah, exactly the, uh, that. It was, it, was the, it was the key one, that one. She that was, was a queen, one. and it's a great cover, yeah. but, like, everyone else needs really to is. stop. But I said that last really week,
0: did. when... Um, when Desmonda did On My Own? No, no, she did the um, Gaga song from um, Yes, from, from uh, Star Is Born do, Star yeah, Is yeah, Born yeah, yeah. and yeah. then um, somebody else did On My Own and I was like, those two are just being set up to win because those are two of, of those songs are. that the British public just eat up mm-hmm. It's like doing The Greatest Showman People will just love it So,
1: It's um, true, it's true I look. I, I think I would do something of a similar era to to mamma mia potentially but um, in my opinion this sounds like i'm knocking abba i am obsessed with abba but something a bit cooler yeah so i'd probably do something fleetwood Macy or something mm. you know what i mean yeah as you can see
0: that but you can act uh, it as well can't you, you need a exactly you, can you really act. can
1: it's, i mean because of the amount of again because of the stories that fleetwood mac had because so much of it was going on within the band <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. um i feel like there could be something really good there especially for if they're incorporating dancers or you know other performers as as someone to play opposite then yeah Yeah. i'd I'd maybe do something like that i think i see that
0: i'd probably do um end dubs just because it's the next natural (laughs) choice i just think talisa's a storyteller and we should all take notes i just think (laughs) (laughs) really should no sorry (laughs) i've always said this i've always said this sorry yeah uh I'm looking at my friend bought me I've got a kind of weird obsession with Talisa which is right. not, not that I not that I'm not a fan it's not mean but I think there's something very funny about Talisa as a pop entity and as I'm now right. mocking her I'm looking at a picture of her autobiography that someone bought me oh, as, as wow. a joke that's kinda and uh, I feel like she's watching me being like you're such a little bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love you oh um, <laughs> um so our first performer is Owen who did Luck yes. be a Lady Yeah, Owen works in a clothes shop. That's about all we got to know about him. That's all we know. Um, And it's his first ever audition. It's his first ever thing he's tried to do professionally, which is I mean, fair play to the lad, right? Fair play. What did you Um,
1: think?
0: I thought, I
1: I thought it was all good. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think, I think it was better than I thought it was going to be for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why. Um, I'm still from from a sort of producer sort of musician's point of view I'm still trying to work out how much of what they're doing is live like I know there's a band there I can see them in the background it all seems set up to be live but there's a lot of elements of it that do sound very pre-recorded um, oh. and there's also element to the vocals where I'm thinking have they tuned that like after the event which that's just the way I hear music now I, I don't know I don't know <laughs> I would just say that the atmosphere that they're singing in outdoors mm, with yeah. just you know those little microphones and particularly the other week when the weather was atrocious did you see that and yeah there was there it no was blowing away there was no element of that in the. Yeah. Mo- i don't know i I'm, i might be reaching there i i thought it was very good i thought it was very strong um i just and, and i feel like yes the the song is probably like a really good choice for a mamma mia um casting it's just not what i'd want to hear personally but that's just personal choice i'm never going to opt for that style of song for an audition but i I see why it's same needed
0: i thought it was very good i thought the acting was quite was strong like acting through the song made a lot it's not i don't think it's that memorable i feel like it's one of those songs that you hear a lot in kind of
1: um yeah agreed. a lot of
0: singers do a lot of like lounge singers and wedding singers and stuff um yeah which is great but yeah it, as a result it doesn't really stand out in my mind next up we had darcy singing kiss me by six pence on the richer i want to say yeah um sure i i don't i don't it, have yeah, a huge response feel the this.
1: same mm. he 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 seems like a nice lad That's, yeah and i it's like when you invite your friends to watch you in a show and, and all they can talk about is how nice the scenery was or how <laughs> swift the costume change Did you was. Have fun it's up like there? You hated it, didn't you? Yeah. Well it looked like you were having fun. You know, that's what you don't want to hear when you come off stage. He
0: um, was, it was good. I mean the vocal was good. He starts by checking was. his hair and saying, Yeah, it's fine which I don't necessarily agree with, but um, so much fringe. I don't have any I, hair, you know, so who am
1: I? It's a great song. It just doesn't it is. It just doesn't show off any real vocal range I would say an ability and I think but that's typical of these shows where they know what the standout songs are going to be from that episode they know it's probably going to be a ballad or one that has a massive you know dance routine in it Um, which does mean that everyone else has to play ball and do something safe and yeah I've seen it happen and, and it felt like that was what was happening here yeah. To a certain degree, particularly with this performance, um, it just didn't
0: it didn't go off anywhere because the song doesn't go off. It's just no, it's it a really great. I love that song, but it doesn't have big notes. It doesn't have high moments. No, not um, at all. Um, and so I don't know what they would have wanted him to do with it. And no, it's a shame.
1: Same, but, same. I think for what he was given, he, he he did a good job, but that's
0: it. You know. Yeah, and then the judges, they're really complimentary because they always are in the show. But <laughs> yeah. they just said they just said he's very likable, which. Mm. I think is a bit like did you have fun up there? Like it's it, not it's actually very much the compliment like that. you think it is. Um,
1: <laughs> the I remember, <laughs> I remember superstar. Uh, obviously, reading like Twitter and stuff as it was happening, and um, Jenny Eclair, the wonderful Jenny Eclair, oh, yeah. was 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 watching wherever she was. She was watching, uh, and she tweeted that she thought I looked like a really nice supply teacher. Um, <laughs> so Jenny, that obviously went straight on my bio and. Um,
0: that is kind of iconic, like, though. I've fair. made a career
1: out of it ever since.
0: Yeah, I'd have that on a T-shirt immediately. Absolutely,
1: really nice supply teacher. Honestly, that that <laughs> killed me off. I was uh, I was overjoyed to be honest that she was even bothered to watch it. But um, a I'll really nice
0: it. supply teacher. <laughs> She's so funny because you know exactly what she means as well. Uh, you sadly, because
1: I, mean? yeah, <laughs> I had a short beard. You know, I was, it was I was quite neat back then. Now look, mm. homeless chic. Um, I think you look great. You Thank don't look you. like a supply teacher anymore, though. I'd no, say. God, no! They wouldn't let me in a school now. Not like, <laughs> n- not for any. Re- I'm fine. I've got my, <laughs> okay, I've got my CRB. Pass what the, pass now? the checks, yeah. <laughs> whatever <Yeah>. they are. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh a... I've got a child, it's fine. <laughs> um I'm allowed to be there. Um yeah. <laughs> Jenny Eclair called she you a supply teacher. I love that. It's I'm great, isn't it? Sorry, I digress. But yeah, it's it's the thing you don't really want to be classed as. It's like the yeah. it was nice. You're cute. Yeah. Whatever, you know, good
0: good job. But so whatever. Bad. Then we had Sakil doing Footloose. Yes. Um but line dancing his way through Footloose, which I thought yeah. was an interesting
1: choice. I mean, given the chance I think we'd all do it, but um, <laughs> I I can't, you know, I just, it's not for me. Um, okay. I, I was very, again, gladly surprised by what he was able to do. I feel like it's probably a, a massive, I think they nailed it, you know, when they said that his, um, he clearly works extremely hard. And, and I think he would have had to have, to, you know, they said it's clear that he puts in work. Yeah. And I think he would have had yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to, 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 Learned the you know the choreography, um, and let's be real, like you know there are people there who only had to worry about when to pick up the microphone, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he had, a had lot to do. do all of that and sing, um, and he came off you know he came off stage still looking fresh as the da- uh, fresh as a daisy. It's all you can ask, isn't it? Yeah. Really fair play to him. Yeah, yeah, it was These good. Youngsters. I mean, I I
0: don't like the song. Oh, that's my truth. Um, yeah. Well, no, I don't not like it, but I'm just like, oh, it's one of those songs that just. Uh, something about it yeah like that and fame like i just all those songs a bit annoying. yeah oh, I hear, but, you. I hear you. um it was good it was yeah amber riley said that she thinks he isn't pushing his voice very far which yeah i think it's a bit unfair when you give somebody footloose yeah like, what you're supposed to do yeah it's it's
1: they would they would have chosen that song for the very reason of showing what he can do physically as well um because yeah you know and, and this is no disrespect maybe he doesn't look like he's someone that could do that prior to that you know he's he's yeah he's a i think he's quite tall isn't he he seems like quite a, a bit of yeah, a unit seems massive you know
0: he's a unit yeah and um zekiel is also a rapper which you know a rapper who loves musical theater yeah speaks to me that's I like it that. there you go um end dubs again <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, after this, I'm going to send you a Len song that exactly shows up why I think she's a storyteller. Um, <laughs> then we had Craig doing your song, but yes. the Moulin Rouge version of your song. which Of course. Camp. One of my favourite films of all time. Yeah. Kylie is that little fairy. Beautiful
1: I know. Work. Oh, Tinkers, eh? <laughs> little um, Tinkerbell. No, I love um, Moulin Rouge. Um, and I really like Craig. Um, I do. I, yeah, I... I even though we haven't seen much of them prior to this week, he was probably my front-runner um, going into oh. this week. Yeah, something about him I really liked. Um, I, w- I would say there's very little coming from him personality-wise. I'm not saying he doesn't have one, but I'm just saying he's no. not giving much away. Do you know what I mean? Um,
0: yeah, they're not, he's not in a lot of the... His screen time isn't coming from, like, talking and no. the acting workshop stuff. He's not in any of that stuff. No,
1: he's not, is he? Which appeals to me a little bit for some reason i kind of i kind of like that and it's so hard like watching these and not trying to compare him to previous contestants of other shows you know what i mean like there's one that we'll talk about in a bit where sort of i I can see exactly who he was in the superstar lineup if you know what i mean it's sort of like oh you're the of of you know (laughs) of this season yeah yeah Um, yeah. and it it feels obvious craig is
0: the ruth lorenzo of Mamma mia i mean
1: i think we all are (laughs) deep, but (laughs) Yeah, he can have it. He's the he's the Matt Cardle um of uh, Oh he uh, is the Matt Cardle he's the Matt Yeah, Cardle. I see that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I um, <laughs> Who I also thought was terrific by the way. Um, yeah, great, great singer. I um I think Craig is beautiful oh, as a man. Okay. And that's not the point. But it doesn't hurt. It's a little I mean? bit, isn't it? It is like, a little it, bit. It helps, especially yeah. when you're playing Sky. Like, he's very pretty. Especially when you're helps.
1: a retired banker. Yeah, well, quite. You know, with a dad bod. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm starting to think more and more that I should have been Sky. I think we're all disappointed not to see you, though. Like, at this wedding, I did look like I worked at Halifax. You know, <laughs> I had a light blue shirt, and I just, I just felt like it was my calling. They're yeah, missing you. I, I think, think we're all sad so. you're not there. Yeah, mm. you know, I think the final of this should have been me against Howard from the Halifax. Uh, <laughs> I was just
0: trying to remember his name to make that joke. I was like, Who I'll, that all, I'll always
1: remember Howard. Just <laughs> me versus Howard in a dance-off. My mum
0: had such a crush on Howard when oh, that was really? on those adverts were <laughs> on. Yeah, she loved Bless him. Bless him. What a man. What a yeah, man. Yeah, beautiful. Who was next? Callum, the dinner lady. The dinner lady. Um, God love him. Yes. He's a dinner lady. He sang Shivers he by... Did. He made me shivers by... Yes, Ed Sheeran, that's right. Ted yeah. um, He was surrounded by lots of women in red dresses, which made me think of that Special K <laughs> advert. Remember when they used to go on, on diets just so, eat Special K? So true, so true. It's a really specific reference, but that's all I could think when I watched that No, but that I movie. hear you. I know exactly um, what you mean. My other notes were, he's a little bit cursive in his singing. Oh, he's very cursive. Which, are, okay, I was being nice, but he's really cursive he's in really his cursive. singing. Although... And
1: I I am one who does not enjoy said cursive, but I I think he was just, just enough. I don't think he was overboard.
0: I like cursive singing because I find it very funny. Yeah. But I don't like it to listen to. Like, it's funny to to observe, but not... Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't want it on a stage. My favourite... I like cursive singing from, like, uh, 2000s punk rock bands. You know, like, where are you? Like, those boys. Who doesn't? yeah. That's the cursive I'm looking for. Or Diana Vickers. Those are yeah. the two I want. Oh, <laughs> Diana. Yeah, sort of two ends was... of a spectrum, but yeah. um, he's somewhere in the middle, I guess. He really is. I've always thought that about Callum. Yeah. <laughs> he. My note with him is that he feels like a pop star, not a musical theatre star, potentially. I, I would probably agree. And he, he obviously doesn't have much...
1: Well, he, I don't think he has any background in musical theatre, does he? He didn't seem to know any musical theatre songs.
0: No, um, which is an interesting... Debate, though, because plenty of pop stars do musical theatre and they probably don't know the entire back catalogue of Sondheim or whatever. So like, how much does it actually matter?
1: I mean, I'll put my hands up and go, that was pretty much me in Superstar. I wasn't, you know, I've I've never been a super fan or owned really any soundtracks or anything. I was aware of Mm. the big shows because I like what I heard, but it, it, it wasn't something that I pursued to... Listen to really, um, and it's—I don't know. There, there's, there's also, and again, it is. This is me putting my hands up to this. There's, there's a stubbornness about it of going, oh well, I don't really know much musical theatre, so I'm just gonna, you know, rely on learning a couple of them to to use yeah. for my repertoire. And yeah, I, yeah. you know, I had a, I probably had two songs in my repertoire for every job I've ever had. I've probably used the same songs, like um, musical theatre songs. Yeah, Gethsemane yeah. because it was the one that. You know, I I first learnt get many off. years ago, um, and then bring him home. But that was just because I kept getting uh, seen for Valjean, <laughs> so I was just kind of like, I'll do that one again. Um, just do that, you know. Just do that. Um, and it, you know, they're so obvious and they're so, you know. So I just tried to make sure that those two were great, you know, mm. as great as I could do them. Um, so I kind of get it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not excusing it because I think if you know that you're in a competition yeah. like this come armed with a couple of ideas or or something you know
0: and it's tricky isn't it because there's so many it's such a competitive industry there's so many people who are desperate to work in the west end yeah and i personally don't think that means that you're entitled to and i don't think he shouldn't just because he's not a massive musical theater fan but yeah you can see from the point of view if you are a massive if you're a performer and you love you live and breathe theater and someone else is like oh i don't really like it yeah but i'm gonna be sky be a bit yeah Oh,
1: it, it's it's definitely irritating. Uh, like it, it, it would be, um, and I always felt that a little bit myself. I always thought I'm going to get judged, or they're going to find me out, sort of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not that I yeah. don't like it. I just, I don't know. It just it was never my go to. It's just um, not your passion. It's not. No, it's yeah, not. But yeah, yeah. but the the passion comes from actually performing stuff um, yeah. and being on the stage doing it. I hated auditions. Always have. Um, but actually in the moment and doing that stuff you know i I felt eventually that i i was in the right place if that makes sense um and i I think he needs to feel that too and i think he will with more performances um because i do like him i do Um, i think he's really good i think i do like him he's he's seemingly a great actor um although he, he definitely didn't put that across in his performance you know the scene was great but the performance wasn't you know
0: yeah, it's it, it. It was just it was okay. The judges weren't raving about it. Um, yeah, they were kind of like mm, didn't have a lot of connection. And mm. Jessie Ware said she, she wants to have a duet with him, but as a pop star, which she definitely does not. She won't. But that will never happen. <laughs> she, no, <laughs> no. That things won't. that will never happen. <laughs> He's more
1: likely to do a duet with Alan Carr, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just one night again. I yeah. listen. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um who do we have next? Oh, Marcellus, our thirty-six-year-old baby. Did you what know he
1: had a sore mean? throat, by the way? He had a sore throat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did apparently. you hear? I don't he, know. He, he mentioned he, oh. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I feel sorry for him. Like I don't want to mock him because it. There's nothing you can do about it, unless it's a recurring it, thing that genuinely will keep happening. He needs to get it sorted.
0: But and at one point they made it sort of feel like they were about to kick him out for it. And I yeah. was like, I,
1: I, I kind of get it him. if
0: if it's going on and on. Yeah. Then what you're going to do? But yeah i thought that's harsh. where
1: it was heading if i'm honest i thought he was the one to go um yeah
0: not that i didn't i thought he was a terrific performer you know um yeah he seems great i'm sure if he was like oh, his full you know full vocal ability and whatever it might be. A and, and i think if i you thought know,
1: if, if this illness or whatever is going to keep going then he just needs to go because it's not fair yeah. on people getting kicked off who are turning who are, up each week yeah. and actually being able to do
0: the job essentially um yeah yeah um, so he's saying, I love you, baby. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like that's uh, what it's called. Du, 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 du. Let's we'll say yes. This. Let's go with uh, this. Yeah. Everyone that. Yeah. That lovely sort of wedding, towards the end of a wedding, everyone's yeah. dancing. Very It's quite much a nice so. one. Very nice. I liked so. it. Um, uh, yes. The vo- I thought he was more actor than vocal, but maybe because yes. his vocals were off. It Who might knows?
1: be. It might just, yeah, it might be that. Um, very natural performer. Can obviously move well as well. Yeah. Um some nice sequences. Um, and all. then the
0: judges were kind of lukewarm on it. And then Jesse Ware said something was weird. She was like she was questioned like, Well, is this gonna happen all the time? I said, Is he gonna get sick all the time? Yeah. Which that's a bit like, Well, no. Why would that happen? That's yeah. not a thing. What like, do you know? Why <laughs> would that happen all the time? He's just he ill now. Records. But like <laughs> he's not this isn't like uh, he's not like oh, he's always ill. Like, yeah. he's just got a bad throat. Like what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> um I do feel bad for him. It must be so hard. Like he's done all those auditions and whatever, and then,
1: yeah, no that that is that is rough. And again, you know, I saw it on the show where someone got ill, and it was nothing they could have done about it, and they tried everything to get better, and it just didn't clear up. You know, Um, yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. It's a shame. It's tough. It's a shame. It's really tough. Yeah. Um,
0: And then we end with Tobias, who sings. Pointless by Lewis Capaldi and they recap his acting so again mm-hmm. going back to like is it redemption or is it home time the fact mm. that he got that means they're trying to tell a story and then he got a redemption because he of he did he, he I mean it was his voice was beautiful yeah I loved l- it I loved the way he sang it loved it, it. Um, he's very musical theatre in the way he sings but yep. that's the point so I like yep. it he just I thought it was just great he has been given the song that mm. is supposed to make the audience feel something Absolutely, and that's why he's on last. You can, you know, sort of tell.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but it, you know, it still needed to be done very well, and and, and he did. Thank goodness. Um, and and I, I mentioned it earlier how he sort of—it's hard not to uh, compare to like superstar and past shows of like, oh, he's the whatever of the, this year. He he's my David Hunter of this one. You know, yeah, very similar that. mannerisms and. Um, just like extremely good uh acting, extremely good singing um and and I would say one of the few that can, can combine the two, you know, because I, I often mm-hmm. feel like that's the problem. Uh, you can be a great singer and a great actor. It doesn't mean you can do them both at the same time, but I feel yeah. like he's probably the one that can, yeah, for sure.
0: yeah he does feel yeah, I see that David Hunter, maybe we'll see him in a uh, time traveler's wife somewhere down the line
1: let's hope so uh, current speech.
0: guy is not great um... <laughs> um, and that was the end of our performances the, they have a bit of a debate at the table Judy wanders over to give her opinion slash tell them what to do potentially <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't mess this up yeah you kind of get that vibe don't you she's oh, like God, mm-hmm, yeah yeah no we'll let Alan Carr pick but yeah, but it's definitely really. that one yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and they do that debate again about Callum not knowing theatre and whether that matters yeah yeah um, If I were to have guessed at this point, I would have said Callum was going home. I would have been. I was
1: honestly between Callum and Marcellus. I I really was. I just thought, do they just go? Okay, well, he's had two weeks um, of not being vocally strong enough because he's poorly, ill, whatever. At what point do we just, you know, pull the plug and go? Okay, well, let's let's make room for people that are in good health and can sing week in week out at the moment. So that I. So when the result came, <laughs> you know, I was I was surprised in as much as it wasn't either of the two people that I thought it was going to be. But I was too, and I felt um, like
0: from a because I I watch a lot of reality TV and stuff, and I, I just felt like that's where they were leading us. Those me, two, yeah, like me they too. both had storylines that were yeah. one's got a bad voice, so that's a very easy out for the judges easy. on a show that's very, supposed to be very kind. It's a yeah. very easy out. Yeah, or the one who they critiqued for not knowing theatre, because again, it's quite an easy defendable thing to do. Yeah. Like, well, that's why we did it. Yeah. But they don't do that. They kick out Darcy with his big head. Madness. Hair. The fringe is gone. The fringe has spoken. Yeah. And it is out. Uh, um, it's a shame. Like, it on reflection, it was a quite safe performance. Oh, it far suppose. too safe, so, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was just um, kind of maybe
0: they were just uninspired by it.
1: Yeah. I just thought maybe he was one of the bigger characters, so I thought they might have kept him around, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. Same, or, or maybe they just thought he'd fall in love with every guest Sophie that they brought in. Um, seemed to be a <laughs> yeah, lot of maybe it'd be there was a lot of that too going much drama. Yeah,
0: I thought it was interesting because he feels like, yeah, he's he's very likable and yeah. casting off of a TV show. Yeah, if you cast someone that the public really likes, you're gonna sell the tickets. Like, that's yeah. the point, right? Like, yeah. you get them to come to watch the performer they like. So, absolutely, it was an interesting moment for him to go. Um, I feel like they were showing
1: like, him a lot. You know, I felt like yeah, he he did more segments and you know bits to camera than than most of the others, if not all of the others. Um, yeah, he did. So I was surprised. So I'm I'm hoping they'll show a bit more of the other guys now, um, give them a bit of, a bit of time.
0: Who's the top two? If you had to guess now,
1: for me, um, yeah. I would <sighs> definitely Tobias. Definitely Tobias. Yeah. Uh, I'm torn. I, I'm i going to say Craig at the moment. Okay, Scottish boy. But only because I don't feel like I know anything about him and I'm intrigued to find out more. Um, I, f- I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like there's more there. I really do. Um, and I feel like he can act, which I always mm. I always think is the thing that lacks in musical theatre is a solid, solid acting performance. Um, yeah. That's probably got a massive... General generalization, but I, I just mean
0: no. But no, I think it's it's you're right. Like there were so many terrific really singers around singing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we, um, y- yeah.
1: And I I think vocally, I'm probably the most excited to hear him sing again. Um, yeah, him and too. Tobias.
0: Well, there we go. Yeah. That was Mamma Mia. I done had a dream. We've solved a problem like three. Sophie We've and Sky. Solved a problem. We've gone over the rainbow and found a Sophie <laughs> in the sky and Sky. All is well. <laughs> um. Thank you so much for joining me. I oh, really it's a pleasure. appreciate
1: it. It's, it's brought back very nice memories of the previous podcast and, and all of the experiences of doing these shows. So, um,
0: um, When and where can people hear you on the radio and find your music, etc.?
1: So I am um, the only Tim Protty Jones in the entire world, so do just pop that into the inter- interweb. <laughs> um, uh, my show is on Countryline Radio every Wednesday evening at eight o'clock. It's called Homegrown. My band are called First Time Flyers, and that's pretty much the, um, the be-all and end-all to my uh, music at the moment. That's where all my efforts are. So please do give us a follow and check us out. Um, we're just like Dolly Parton. That's all you need Literally. to know. Literally. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> almost Dolly Partons. Yeah. And that's just my outfits. Yeah. <laughs> the wigs really set the wigs. For me, I, think. I need a Beautiful one. wig work. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Tim. And everybody
0: else, thanks for listening. You can follow me. I'm the boldest bitch on TikTok. Bald like a Mitchell brother, not bald like a bold eagle. No, actually, it is a bold eagle, isn't it? I think it, it is. What's that? Uh, uh, How? Uh, the bold, bold and the Beautiful, in- which is our new double act.
1: Which yeah. is us, yeah. <laughs> You choose which Balls. one you want to be. Yeah. I'll be both. I'm okay, fine, fine. <laughs> hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a programme of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work